Welcome to season two of the Fearless Lady Podcast. I am your host, Charlene Light, and this season, I'm taking you on the greatest adventure of my life. I'm moving to Paris. I am a fearless coach and a soul guide here to inspire you as I navigate all things spiritual in the greatest city in the world, Perry. After spending a year tackling my fears at 40, I learned that everything that we truly desire and who we came to be is on the other side of our fear. Life gets to be as fun and miraculous as you dream it to be. So what are you waiting for? Let's begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the Fearless Lady Podcast. I am so excited to share this episode with you. I actually have to say that I just had the most amazing dinner. Oh my God. I live in the Marais, which is a very, very sought after touristy area. And in particular, it's a, it's a predominantly Jewish area. And so there's a lot of famous falafel places here, right? Often the lines are so long. So there's this one place that I ordered from called Miznon. And I've never had this thing in my life, but I, I ordered it here. It's called ratatouille, okay? It is the most delicious thing, mouthwatering, unbelievable. Like, let me just tell you, they must cook this thing for 24 hours. It is so soft. So it's like onions and carrots and eggplant, and there's a hard-boiled egg. And then inside, it's like this beautiful, delicious, like milky kind of sauce, but it's hummus. And you're like, how is this hummus? It's so delicious. I mean, the flavors are just like bursting, bursting with flavors. Like it's so mouth-watering good. And then the pita bread is like out of this world. I mean, if you've never had bread here, I mean, what are you doing? You need to come to France just to try the bread. It is just, oh, it is so fluffy and delicious. I mean, it's absolutely like I was licking the bowl. That's how good it was. Oh, so it got me thinking. <laughs> it got me thinking that I have to come on and share. I am planning the most amazing yoga retreat, Awaken Your Senses retreat to the south of France. We are going July 1st to the 8th, seven full days. We're going to have our own private estate in Provence. We're going to have our own private chef cooking us these most delicious meals from Provence, like every day he's going to the, the markets and he's going to get all of the fresh ingredients. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have yoga every day. We're going to have two workshops on how to connect to your soul, your intuition, and on how to be a conscious co-creator, which is basically about manifestation. Then we're going to have adventures. Like we're going to go, first of all, in the south of France in July is the height of lavender season. We are going to see lavender fields for days. It's going to be spectacular. Then we're going to the Gorge de Verdun, which if you don't know, is like the Grand Canyon of Europe. It's absolutely stunning. We're going to spend the whole day there swimming, kayaking. It's going to be amazing. Then we're going to Avignon, which is like their, you know, one of the oldest ancient cities, um, in Provence, um, like, you know, 13th century churches, and it's we're going to spend the day there. Um, it's going to be amazing. There's everybody, everybody, everybody who signed up, I already love and adore. Um, there's a limited, you know, amount of beds. So if you're interested, the early bird special, which is 250 euros off, ends at the end of February. So you got to get those deposits in um, and meet me in the south of France, in Provence, um, in July. 
I cannot wait. So the next exciting thing I want to share is that March 1st will be one full year, my anniversary when I first moved to Paris. So I am a Parisian. I'm official. It's been a year. It is so exciting. I also, I got my visa renewed, so I'm going to be here for another year and hopefully for many, many more years. I often get asked, you know, how long are you going to stay in Paris? And the answer is, I'm staying. Like, this is my home. I absolutely love, adore, and I'm in awe of this beautiful, gorgeous city, this country. I'm so excited. I've been taking French lessons. You know, I I mean, listen, it's not coming so... (laughs) so easy. As you can imagine, learning a whole new language, you know, it's it's definitely challenging, but I'm up for the challenge. So give me like a year to, you know, and then I, and then we'll talk, right? Um, but it, it is so exciting. It's so thrilling. I'm every day just sort of, yeah, I'm just sort of in awe that I get to live here. I say that all the time, like I get to live here because it's so true. It feels like such a privilege And I I wrote about this in an Instagram post actually recently, which is that sometimes your happiness and your joy is going to trigger the you-know-what out of people who aren't happy. And don't let it bother you. Continue to shine your light. Don't let anybody make you feel small for loving what you love. You know, I talk about seeing the swans on the river and how what joy it brings me. I mean, I've written mo- a lot of posts about it, talked about it in my stories. Like, I'm going to continue to talk about it. That's what makes me feel alive and makes me feel like I'm a part of something bigger. Like, Don't let anybody make what you love feel small because they can't see it, right? It takes a lot of years and inner work to to really know what you love and to love it with all of your heart. So continue to do that. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how much money you make. If you love something and you want to do something, you want to start a business, you want to move out of the country, you want to leave a job, you want to leave a relationship, go for it. What are you waiting for? Because I look back at the seven years that I spent thinking living in Paris was going to be too hard. And I go, why didn't I just let myself dream it? Now I understand that I needed all of those years to get to a place to get here. I needed that to get here. So I'm truly, truly grateful. But I'm saying, don't waste one more moment. Life is so precious love what you love, love it with all of your heart and shout it to the freaking world. That's what I'm doing. Let it inspire you too. Okay. So I want to get into this episode. There's two things I want to talk about, which has been coming up quite a bit. And I want to share some really powerful tools with you that I have been using with my clients and I use on myself as well. So the first is I often get a lot of people coming to me saying they don't know what they want. Right? I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what my next steps are. Um, how, how am I going to figure this out? Blah, blah, blah. So I want to talk about the energy of I don't know. Okay. Now there is power in admitting the truth, right? So there's something freeing about, God, you know, I surrender. I don't know. I surrender. I give this up to you, right? That is, that is a different energy than I don't know. I feel stuck, da 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 right? What we're doing is we're staying stuck in the energy of the problem. So the solution can never come, right? The idea can never show up. The inspired thought can never come to us because we're stuck with I don't know. 
And the example that most people give is like when you lose your keys, and you're like, where are my keys? I can't find my keys. And you're looking everywhere, right? What happens? You never find them. When you find them is when you give up completely and you move on to something else. And then all of a sudden, maybe they were right in front of you or maybe you were holding on to them. My favorite is like, literally they were in your pocket or something crazy, right? right? So when we're in the vibration of the problem, we cannot also simultaneously receive the solution or what I would say, receive the inspiration or the guidance to, to come out of it, right? So often what happens is I'll be talking to somebody and it's like, I don't know what I want. So I'm like, okay, let's play this game and pretend that you actually do know Let's just, let's just see what happens. You already know what your purpose is. You already know what your next steps are. How is that going to feel to you? And then they pause for a minute. And sometimes I'll get pushed back. Well, I don't know what that feels like because obviously I don't know. I said, let's just keep playing. What if you did know? You already know because guess what? Wink, wink. You do know. Okay. So you already know what your purpose is. You already know what your next steps are. You already know how to receive this new job or receive this new, you know, chunk of money that you're asking for. You already know. What is that going to feel like? Just, just stay with that for a minute. And so for me, what that feels like, well, if I already know, I guess I would feel relaxed. Yeah. I would feel more relaxed. I can automatically feel like I can calm down, like I can um, settle into this moment. I feel like my shoulders can relax. I feel like I'm talking a lot slower because I'm able to just kind of feel a little free, right? Um, I feel almost maybe even excited, right? You feel excited, right? Because you already know. I'm excited. I know what my purpose is. That would feel amazing, actually. And I would feel like I can walk outside these doors and kind of dance around and twirl around because <laughs> I'm so excited that I, I know what my purpose is. I, I, know what I, I know what I need to do in this world. Like, I do know. And what happens is, is when you, the more you can focus on what you already know and stay in the vibration of how it's going to feel to know this, okay, then that's when divine inspiration starts to come in the form of a thought might drop in. Oh, I should call this person. That's weird. I call this person that I haven't talked to in like 20 years. Okay. And then you act on it, right? Because it's like, that seems strange slash that's guidance, Okay. Or you're walking outside, you're in the state, you're feeling good. Like, I already know this feels great. And then you hear, I don't know, somebody call out something, right? They say some line and you're like, and it triggers something, not in a bad way. Like you feel inspired, like, oh, that's something. That idea that I had, they're talking about that. That's weird. That's a weird coincidence. Huh? Maybe I should continue on, right? Or you receive an email from somebody you haven't heard from in a while, and they're saying something to you that you're like, wait, that kind of coincides with something that I really want to do. That's interesting. That's cool. So all of this is happening because you have shifted out of that vibration of lack of not knowing, and you've entered in and you started to feel what it was like to know. And so the universe starts to give you guidance. Your soul starts to send you messages in the form of other people, um, in the form of, it could be even a TV show or a song you know, pay attention to these signs that the universe is always, always providing us. 
I was listening to a talk by Marianne Williamson, and if you don't know who that is, definitely Google her. You must know. She ran for president, right? (laughs) Anyway, she was my first spiritual teacher, but I love what she said about worry, okay? Because one of the things that we all do, it's sort of conditioned in our society, is to worry about what we don't know. It's to worry about everything, right? And she said to worry is like praying for the worst outcome. And I love that because that's exactly what you do when you worry. All you're doing is spinning your wheels about, I've got to just make sure that this thing doesn't happen. And guess what? The universe is going to match that thing that doesn't happen. Not always, but a lot of the time, if that's all you're doing is worrying, you are praying for the worst outcome. So when we start to shift out of that and actually say, you know what, I do know, and we get into the feelings of it, and you don't have to do this, you know, 24-7, right? That's almost impossible because life happens. I get it. But when you do it enough, because it is about practicing this, okay? When you do it enough and you say, if this problem showed up in my reality right now, that means there's also a solution to this problem. And also... I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have this problem, quote unquote, right? It's a perceived problem from the ego's perspective. I wouldn't have this problem if I didn't already know how to um, solve it because it wouldn't be in my experience if I didn't already know and have the tools to solve it. I know this, right? This is also universal law, okay? So it's sort of like saying, you know, I came equipped for this, right? I already know how to handle this. So if you already know how how to handle it, or if you already know your purpose, or if you already know what you're supposed to do, or what's going to make you feel good, or what you love, you would literally feel like you can get off that topic and move on with your life and enjoy your life in some way, shape, or form. And that's how the universe and your soul work together to provide signs and inspiration, and then you have to sort of take action on it. And it's going to require you stepping into fear because it's going to be different. It has to. It has to, right? It has to show up in a way where you're going to feel like, this is weird. How is this just like showing up? I remember when I did my fearless journey, I literally didn't have to do anything but step into my fear every single day share about it, feel really uncomfortable because I'm moving through a lot of resistance in my life and things just started to flow to me. I mean, opportunities to receive four times what I was making teaching, okay? I received during that time, I received the apartment that was more money than I was ever going to pay. I received, I mean, I ended up dating this guy who literally came to me Um, who was a student. I never talked about this in the past, but like all these things came to me. I was just showing up differently every single day. Now that was an extreme example, but it showed me and proved to me that, wow, there is a universal force stronger, more powerful than we could ever think in our own little small brain that we can do alone. So we have to allow that. I mean, we don't have to, but you're listening to this podcast. So you're curious about it. You know it. You know all the times in your life that you felt guided by something greater and bigger than you could have ever imagined. You know it. There is a force so intelligent that is 
that really we all are a part of. We're actually made of this. We are made of this. And it's just about literally letting go and allowing it to to literally serve us, to create with us. But it can't do that if we are constantly trying to control everything, control outcomes, control the way everybody's thinking, control this you know, environment, control, 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 control. Like we, where, where is the spontaneity? Where is the creativity? Where is the imagination? You know? So, okay. That is one, that is one powerful tool that I want you to, to try. The other powerful tool that I've been working with is, I don't know if you've heard of emotional freedom technique, which is, it's called tapping basically. And one of the things that I love is basically if you have a problem, it would be like, even though I don't know what my purpose is, I love and accept myself anyway. So I took the latter part of that sentence, I love and accept myself anyway, and I started to go, okay, what if I just accept this reality, this resistance, this fear, this doubt, this worry, and I add, and I love and accept myself anyway. So for instance, you're in a state of panic, worry, whatever. This is what you would say. I don't know how to get through this right now and I'm feeling really scared, but I love and accept myself anyway. And I put my hand to my heart as I say that because I want the body, I want the body to be involved. I want the body to calm down because the body is also going to start to possibly get into fight or flight, right? So if we allow ourselves to calm ourselves down by saying that and putting our hand to our heart, we're allowing the body to know like, It's safe to be here. It's safe to feel this without going into this extreme fight or flight mode. You know what I'm saying? So it really is about accepting the reality as it is. We cannot change something if we're in resistance to it. So if you're resisting your current reality, it will not change. I'm going to say that again. If you're resisting your current reality, it cannot change. So we have to accept it. And we have to be honest about it and truthful about it. So even though my bank account doesn't look like the way I want it to, I love and accept myself anyway. Even though I'm scared about what my next steps are, I love and accept myself anyway. Even though I I don't have it all figured out and I'm feeling just scared and I'm worried and I'm doubtful and, you know, I'm feeling rejected and I'm sad, I love and accept myself anyway because something shifts when you say that. When you place your hand to your heart and you say that, you accept exactly what's happening in the moment. And that's what it means to be present. That's when the miracle can happen. Too often we are in, you know, we are in the past or we're trying not to repeat the future, but we are never fully present. And in A Course in Miracles, again, this is a Marianne Williamson, um, quote, or she, she wrote this powerful book that changed my life, A Return to Love, and it's based on A Course in Miracles. But in A Course in Miracles, it says, miracles happen as natural occurrences when we are shifting from fear to love. When you say, I, I see you resistance, I see you fear, I see you worry, and I love and accept myself, you're saying, and there's room for you too. You are making friends with your resistance what happens? Then it has no power over you anymore. 
then you start to feel empowered by the beautiful present moment. And that's when things really start to shift. Most of us resist our current reality. We're resisting it all the time. We're so locked into a program, we don't even realize it, but it's running in the background. It's running in our subconscious. And so what the universe does, because it's all about an attraction-based universe, will show us what we're holding. It'll show us what, we're, what we believe by in the form of other people. So if there's a ton of other people that are constantly um, rude to us or seem to be triggering us in some way, um, that's for us to look at and to say, huh, how is this here for me? Oh, I must believe this on some level for it to be triggering me and it's showing up in this person. Or um, it can happen in a variety of ways, right? It can happen through career. It can happen through many times through relationships. But the point is, is like when we become self-aware, when we decide, okay, I'm ready to, to do the work, the inner work to change, because guess what? Change is really, really hard, but it's what we came here to do is to evolve and to grow. Um, then we, we decide like, oh, everything is happening for me. This is here for me. It's not to punish me, but to show me that I can shift this. I can heal this, right? And how do I do that? Well, first I have to be honest with, I, I guess I believe that about me too, or I guess I have that belief somewhere, you know, and you just say it like, you know, for me, I, 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 I use myself more than I, I want to use my clients because I don't know, just out of privacy. But for me, I had to get real honest with like, the reason I never have been married this far is because I never wanted to be. I never wanted to be married. I, there was a part of me there was in the background running the program saying it wasn't safe to be married. I had to fully admit it. And it was really freeing actually, because then it was like, you know, I spent a lot of time wondering why, why, you know, and it's like that question is like the ego loves that question because it will give you 5 billion answers and you can spend your whole life spinning in that why when it's like, just admit it. Part of me, the majority of me, the bigger part of me didn't want to get married. And that's cool. I love and accept myself for it. And guess what? That's so freeing because now I can say, I want to change that. I'm ready to change that, to have a partner, you know? And I'm smiling because I don't feel triggered by it anymore. It feels very freeing. It really is empowering to say it out loud, to say how you really feel, and to also love and accept yourself because everything really is a mirror to the relationship you have with yourself. It really is. So for instance, I noticed that I had to really clean up how I talk to myself, my inner dialogue. I mean, I'm sure many of you can agree that we are harder on ourselves than we are on anyone else, right? So if you can clean this up, if you can say to yourself, yeah, God, you know, I messed up. I said something that really hurt this person, but I love and accept myself. It's it's okay. Like I, it was where I was. I, I was short-tempered. I I wasn't in the right frame of mind. I was feeling, you know, I don't know, unloved in the moment when I said it and it just came out. I love and accept myself. I forgive myself. You know, whatever you need to say, but that relationship to yourself, that's what 
that's the most important thing. That really is everything. And everybody's just a mirror to that relationship to you. So think about that. Who's in your circle right now that is incredibly triggering to you? And ask yourself, how do you talk to yourself? Do you, do you have that similar dialogue with yourself? Right? Because in some way, it's, it's showing up to, to allow us to, to heal it. And by heal does not mean get rid of. Healing is to restore back to balance, to restore to harmony. And I, I, like, to, I like to say what is true out in nature is, is the highest truth for us. So when I look at my plants that I have, if I overwater my plants, they're going to die. If I underwater my plants, they're going to die. So what does it take? It takes that middle ground, that balance. It's the same for us. We are always trying to restore back to balance, right? So that's why we might have one particular theme in our life, right? One high lesson that keeps showing up over and over and over again. And I know it's like when it shows up again, you're like, God damn it, I thought I was over this, right? And it's like, well, yeah, you're just at this certain layer to it, or perhaps you're just a little out of balance with this, but now you have the tools in this moment that you didn't have in the past. So use them. That's why it's also showing up, to move through it differently, not to beat yourself up so that you stay in that same cycle. It's to go, oh, here is a beautiful opportunity for me to shift this with all the beautiful tools that I have now in this beautiful present moment. I've said beautiful a lot, but I'm I'm telling you, the present moment is where it's at. It's where it's at. That's where the healing happens. That's when we can shift things. That's when the magic happens. That's when the ideas flow. It's the present moment. And we don't have to, and I want to say this because I, I took everything very literally when I was on this journey. And I thought I had to be in that space 24-7. You don't. You will get knocked out, you know, but, but you have to devote some time, you know, um, but you don't have to beat yourself up if like, oh, I missed the meditation today. Oh, here I go again. I'm going to screw, you know, I don't want you to get beating yourself up on the fact that you're not consistent with it. What I just will say is that when you are aware that you missed something, Just go, oh, I missed this thing that I really wanted to do and I love and accept myself as well. That's what you do and you just keep doing it, okay? So let me know if these tools help you, if you will apply them in your life. I hope so. And um, as always, you can book a session with me. I'd love to work with you and I will see you or some of you in the south of France in July. Voila! Thank you for thank you so much for listening and I really appreciate you all. Take care everyone. Bye. Au revoir.